Greetings all and welcome back to our latest installment of Stage Whisper. We are calling Curtain Call Conversations. I am joined once again by our amazing panel of theater lovers and creators, Eleanor Gordino, Lisa goldenberg Corn, and Taisha Scott. Welcome back, ladies. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. So this excited is, to be here. Yes. I'm so happy to have you guys. So this is our second episode, and we must have done something right because we're back here doing this again. <laughs> but all joking aside, we are discussing some really big stuff today. And of course, I'm talking about the Tony Awards. Now, it has been a season like no other in history on Broadway, but it is safe to say that Broadway is back, Broadway is open, and we have a full theater season that is up for consideration for all 26 categories. How exciting is that? Very. So exciting. It's amazing after being shut down for 18 months. I think it's just phenomenal, 26 shows. It feels so good to be able to say that. Yes. And there's a there's a there's a there's an adrenaline level right and, and all of us individually but there's a there's an air in the city and there's an air um, among theater lovers but just among people who even often have not gone to the theater often that go and feel something yes feel energetic and energized so it's a good thing with everything else going on in the world it's a good thing yes now, the nominations were supposed to come out on Monday, May 2nd, but due to several COVID outbreaks, they pushed that back to May 9th so that the voters had more time to see the shows affected by those temporary closures, which worked out for us because it's giving us a chance to do this episode. So on this episode, we are going to discuss a few of our predictions of the hotly contested categories this year. And then on Monday, we will find out who's going to be competing on June 12th for that beautiful spinning award. So why don't we go ahead and just dive right into it. And you know what, let's go ahead and ease into it by uh, diving into our first category, best featured actress in a musical. And you know, no real deep competition there by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> um, I, Look, if you are an actress on Broadway, God bless you. It is it is a, a great year for the for the female, for the woman actress, for for a person of color on Broadway. This is a great year, and this is going to be one of the toughest um, categories. I I made my selections based on who I thought best performance for me. You know, uh, I've been kind of trudging through a mantra of um, critics be damned. But um, my picks were Jane Howdy Shell for The Music Man, Annalise Scarpacci for Mrs. Doubtfire. She played Lydia, the oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. Patty Lapone for Company, because she's Patty Lapone. Uh, <laughs> Jane Lynch for Funny Girl. And then uh, Chilena Kennedy for Paradise Square. She was the best friend of the bar owner. Right, right. Those were, those yes, were my five yes. best women. Uh, I thought uh, and, and featured roles this year, and um, I'm sticking to it. That's you know, that that's who I thought really just just gave it their all. Um, I'll open it up to the community now. <laughs> I mean, I have to agree with you. Um, I'm with Jane Howdy Shell. I mean, she steals the show for sure, and Patty Lapone. Um, uh, but I'm also thinking that Jenna, Jennifer Simard. Um, will oh. probably, you know, may get nominated. She's had a presence um, from company. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. And then 
I'm also wondering about L. Morgan Lee, you know, from A Strange Loop, because I think A Strange Loop is getting, is mm -hmm. going, is getting a lot of attention. See, the only argument I have about um, A Strange Loop with the thoughts getting nominated is if we're going to nominate any of them, then mm -hmm. we have to consider the actresses from Six. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and uh -huh. to me, I feel like the actresses from Six aren't going to be getting any acting nominees because those roles are so balanced. How do you pick one and not the others? And I kind of feel that the thoughts are in the same boat with that. And this is, this is going to lead to another tangent sometime that we should talk about where I think there should be a Best Ensemble Tony Award. I, yeah, I yeah, definitely think there I should agree. be a Best Ensemble. Uh, that makes yeah. so, I mean, it's like a musical theater perform. I mean, it's all about the ensemble, right, at, at, yeah. at some point. I, you know, it's funny, though. It's the, the, the queens, you know, in six seem like six leads, and the thoughts mm -hmm. do feel like featured actors you know, to me, but yes, mm -hmm. I, I yeah. hear your thing. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it difficult and not in, in some way unfairly to them individually and collectively as um, a cast. Yeah. How do you, uh, how, how do they become, how do they get nominated? How do you do this for them? Because they are in unison when you see them perform. It's tough. And, and you wouldn't want to see any of them snubbed, but it's very difficult to dif differentiate them. When I look at the, when I saw it, I thought, they're all so great, but they're great together. It's hard. I, I agree also, fair. I think, with, with um, Andrew, with your, uh, from Paradise Square. Um, I'm sorry, what was her first name? Uh, I think it's Chilena. Okay, yeah. I'm okay. sure I am pronouncing that wrong. Again, don't <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll bomb that. Chilena. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, Chilena Kennedy. She mm -hmm. is just fire and everything, but she really just, she also like really won your heart and, and, and even when she was hot headed, she was able to bring everything around. It's mm -hmm. I she yeah. just true. I'm glad you brought her up because I wasn't thinking of her, but I, I agree. I, I think that's a good, a good one. Why don't we move on to our next category, which is best featured actor in a musical. Uh -huh. uh, this one for me, my, at least my list, my list has, was set and then it changed and then it set and then it changed because I kept forgetting people that I would later remember. So I have Jefferson Mays from The Music Man. Who played mm. Mayor oh, Shaw. yes. Okay. Uh, Jared Grimes, who played Eddie in Funny Girl. Oh, okay. Austin Scott from Girl from the North Country. He's the mm. convict boxer. Oh. Matt Doyle from Company. Mm-hmm. And uh, Quentin Earl Darrington from MJ the Musical. He played um, the dad and then like the manager. He has two roles. Yeah. And, roles. and this is another, for at least when it comes to, to male performers, to me, this is the hardest category for them because there was a lot, you know, I think also you could consider Claiborne Elder from Company is mm -hmm. another one. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Christopher Sieber and uh, Fitz. What's his name from company? The the one that gets stoned. You guys know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yes, I know who. Yes, he was in Waitress. Yes. He was great too. I mean, yeah, yes. you know, actually, yeah, you, yes, I agree. He's with very you. funny. Yeah, He's very yeah. Fun. So though, I mean, those guys I think could also be considered for it. But when I stacked it all up against, you know, I was like, these these are the top five guys that I was like, yeah, your performance just it you created something really unique. Mm -hmm. I think Matt Doyle gets recognized ahead of those other guys. 
definitely usually because of his outstanding performance, you know, when, um, in the one song. But um, okay. yeah, I agree with you. Question no. is, will someone new, will, will someone who, the, in the MJ, the musical, I didn't anticipate that one actor would play so many roles mm -hmm. in front of you on stage simultaneously, would go from the manager straight into the father. You know, sort mm -hmm. of like in, in um, the case of the existence for God, when they turn around and they instantly change into another character. That's, what's ha that's what happens with MJ the musical. That's difficult to do, you know, especially in the musical with a, with a lot of singing and dancing. So I'd be curious to see if that's recognized. It's interesting that you picked that up because I, I, I was very impressed by that. I think each of these actors brings something different. Jefferson mm -hmm. Mays brings a great comedic, to it, a really unique take on that role with this clever wordage mm -hmm. and that, you know, kind of like a bumbling fool. Jared Grimes and Funny Girl, are we going to go with an incredibly talented, like just a great dancer, a mm -hmm. really great dancer who like, like literally when he's on the stage, he just lights up and the stage gets brighter. Austin Scott is this like dark but brooding person you just want to, like a broken soul that you just want to reach out and, and, and fix, you know. You sympathize with that guy. Matt Doyle is the hilarious heroine. <laughs> yeah. And then Quentin you Earl Darrington. You can't resist him when he's singing, when he's you know not getting married. <laughs> and Quentin Earl Darrington is the perfect balance with Michael Jackson on stage. When those two are on stage, it, it's a balanced stage. Their personalities and their presence just balance each other out. You have to have something that bound, that that can overshadow Michael Jackson as that father figure on mm -hmm. the stage. And I think that he was able to embody that. So they each bring something different to the table. And that's where I'm like, all right, Tony voters, what's important to you this year? Where do you right. stand? Good point. And right. I think that that's where I'm like, flip a coin. Who's it going to be? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's yeah, well, a great question. Yeah, very, we will very. See where they, yeah, we will see where they stand, right? Because the work is good. It's some really good complex characters the character you know the actors are really giving us some complexity in their craft now eleanor you haven't seen mj yet right i haven't seen mj i'm sad to say and um i am planning actually i have several people who have asked to see it together and i'm thinking oh i'll do a group but you know how that happens no one's ever going to commit to a date. I know. Right? I need to see Soon MJ enough. as well. So I, I think MJ I'm just too. going to bite the bullet and do it early June. Wonderful. I was, in, I was invited to, the, I saw the dress rehearsal. And oh. then I saw it again two, um, three weeks ago. <clears throat> and the changes from the dress rehearsal to the, final the of course, the final product. Um, there aren't many. They've shortened it a little bit, but it's, it's, um, it's the music, it's the musicality and the, and the choreography that makes this play and, and the complexity between the relationship between him and his father. It's, and it, it tightens it up just enough that it makes you go from, uh, to, oh. Like, exactly, to like, oh, I can see that coming. Right? Have you all seen Funny Girl? Nope. No. No. I have I'm the only one that can speak about, because Funny Girl yes. was the same way. And that's why. Yes. We'll go into that later, but yeah, that's okay. Cool. I just want to make sure that we're 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 all kind of in a boat somewhat together as we go through this. Yes. Okay. There's always one play one of us haven't seen. It's you know, always one in our yes. podcast. Just one. <laughs> it's true. Well, this next category, I have been reading a lot, a lot about. 
Um, and between you, me, and the wall, I mean, it has been making me a little bit fired up because um, it's not being spoken of in the most positive of light. And that is best mm. actress in the leading role in a musical. And given the candidates is why it's not being necessarily spoken in the most positive of light. Because when they start talking about who maybe shouldn't be in it or won't get a nomination, it's not, in my opinion, the people who will be left out will be not left out for the wrong reason, if that makes sense. It's just such a crowded field that it, even to be considered really is an honor. That's how yes. the audience wins this year. Mm -hmm. um, where I landed the plane personally, um, first off, I want to give out to Beanie Feldstein for Funny Girl. Mm. She, she, her voice is brilliant. Her, um, humor is great she brought life to that role and i again critics be damned she really did a good job and the audience members are responding you're going to hear from audience members that it was an incredible show well we've been we've seen the critics be wrong about shows before 100 percent. yeah well and also for funny girl to be fair i mean you're comparing her to barbara streisand yes you know, so many people are like who's you know like they're there so that's a part of it so I've got Beanie, and then I've got Wakina Kalu Congo for Paradise yeah. Square. For right. sure. Yes, for sure. definitely. Yeah. Katrina Lank for Company. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sutton Foster mm -hmm. for The Music Man. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then Sharon D. Clark for Carolina Chief. Yeah, she did an amazing job. Yes, indeed. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, re I'll remain silent on that one. Ah! Oh, that's good. We can't all agree. Right? Don't be That'd silent. Be That'd be I was just silent on someone else, but let's hear Ty. I mean, here's the thing. I will say, Tysha, I, I was hesitant about that nomination. That that was the only one that I kind of went, because she's Sharon D. Clark, and she really did a great performance, and I don't want to take away from it, but then I was like, look at the field as a whole. Right. Does it, where does it stack up with the rest of these? And, and then I was like, so who do I, if I pull her out, mm -hmm. who right. would I put in that place? I, I had a hard time of replacing. Well, there, there is also Mayor Winningham from Girl from North Country. Right. And there's a lot of buzz about her, her jumping in and I wouldn't be mad at all. I wouldn't shed a tear, but I worry... I've been reading that Beanie's going to get the boot and that she's going to get in. And I'm like, mm. Okay. It does feel, I, it does seem from the buzz, just from what people are talking about the musical that I, I don't think they're going to pick Beanie. Which is really disappointing because I, mm. I, I, when you all see it, she does, she gives a phenomenal performance and, and she makes it her own. Exactly. She makes it her own. If you didn't see she embodies it on her own, not, Replicating, she makes it her own. She doesn't. Right. Funny girl, fifty years ago. <laughs> you're not allowed. To, <laughs> that's that's the other part. Yeah. Well, but you're not allowed to compare the two shows. You exactly. shouldn't. Be, True. Like, it wasn't like this because it's like, well, you didn't see it. You didn't see How it. How do right. you know? Right. And you I shouldn't know. be comparing her to Barbara Streisand at all. Look, and that's at why it. I think they waited so long anyway. But yes. Right. Right. Barbara Streisand has said you should not be comparing her to me. Yeah. Give her her space. Give her her, give her her glow, give her her time, give her her space. She's excited to see what she, you know, her, Barbara Streisand herself is excited to see what, what, um, what difference and what character she brings to the role. I mean, I would be too if I were Barbara, right? You know. So she, Ty, yeah. would you add somebody different um, if you are not interested in, sh you know, Sharon Clark in the list? Is there somebody else? Sharon, I think is brilliant. 
I, I, I believe she is, she's a wonderful, she's a wonderful singer. She's a great actress. I will, I will qualify my statement by saying I am, I have never been a fan of the show Carolina of Change. Yeah. The writing, the, I've seen it four times with four different actresses in four different ways. And I still walk away saying it just doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> so it's not fair to the actress, right? Whoever is mm-hmm. in that role. Um, because I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the way the role, the play is written. You know, so I, I have to that. separate. So, so what I have to do, right, Lisa? And mm-hmm. all, right, all, but what we have to do sometimes is separate the character who does a who 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 probably you know who did a great job from the piece. I'm just saying, I didn't like the play, but boy, could she sing? You know, I I can agree. I can see what you're saying because I felt that way when I saw it. I I did like it, but I and I had never seen it before. And part of the reason I really wanted to see it was because I hadn't seen it before. And mm-hmm. um, I thought she was really powerful. And I felt like uh, I didn't feel the same way about the, the show itself as, as mm-hmm. her performance. So I get it. Right. I get it. Right. Right. And it's not fair to her because I thought she was great. Right. And I'm like, oh, this show, I, fourth time. And why am I not? She, yeah. In that one, in the song. Yeah. She's good. But yeah. yeah. But the girl from the North country. I don't know. That's a tough one. I would, I would love to see her nominated. Mayor does a great mayor? job. Mayor, mm. yes, mayor. Yeah. Sorry. If I remember, she plays the the mom, right? The wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes. Just... yes. Yes. Her her acting and her singing, and she play. You know, she's got she's quirky. She has the mental mm-hmm. health issue, mm-hmm. but she's also very clever. And then mm-hmm. and Mayor is a great singer. And she, you know, she was, her. she was great singing on her own, and she was great when they did those ensembles around the microphone. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't sleep on her. No. Besides no. the fact that I'm a Dylan fan too, but yeah. Ah, <laughs> right. to a couple of the big awards real quick as we okay on that road um let's talk about best revival of a play there were a lot now in the play in playland there were a lot okay. of yeah, um and it was recently announced um one of the big ones which is how i learned to drive is going to be considered as a revival and i feel like okay. we should put that in the open my yeah. five choices were take me out for color girls who've considered blah yada mm-hmm. yada uh, Plaza Suite, The Skin of Our Teeth, and How I Learned to Drive. I... Question, question. Yeah. Is For Colored Girls eligible for this category? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because That's it is at the public. No. It's... Yeah, no, they're right. they considered again it's... because it's on Broadway. Okay. Okay. So That was I... confusing. And I knew, I knew the answer, and I kind of thought, wait a minute, but it's that. I get it, but I get it, yeah. Well, I think this. I think that there's a lot of strong revivals this year, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but and I, I haven't seen. I have seen Plaza Suite in June. I had tickets for that, like in 2020. You know, mm-hmm. when the pandemic happened. Yeah. So I, I right. couldn't. I when I was making my choices, I was like, I want to put Plaza Suite in there because I love them and whatever. But I, I haven't seen it. 
But I was thinking Take Me Out, which I saw again last night, the second time, and it's mm-hmm. it's so good. Um, for mm-hmm. Colored Girls, How I Learned to Drive. I said, and then I said Lackawanna Blues and Trouble in Mind. Mm-hmm. So I took a little bit wow. of a, a veer there. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see my Lackawanna list Blues. Simil- my, my list is similar to yours. <laughs> I didn't see Lackawanna Blues the first time, but when I saw it this time, I loved it. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, he did an amazing job. And, phenomenal. you know, yes. and then Trouble in Mind, I really appreciated that, that show. So again, I haven't seen Plaza Suite yet, so I, I couldn't really throw in there, throw it in there or not. But I, mm-hmm. you know, that, that crew, I'd be happy if they were recognized. Mm-hmm. I had Plaza Suite simply because I'm a, the biggest fan of the both of them. I haven't seen it yet. I'm planning to see it, but I know they've done a great job and I know that they are, and I don't mean this in a negative way. They are insiders. So I know they're going yes. to be not, they're insiders and you know, it's okay. I mean, I, I don't have any problems with someone being an insider as long as you're, as long as your craft is good. You know, you're not just an insider just, so um, Plaza Suites, Trouble in Mind, Lackawanna Blues, because I just, it was brilliant how he changed it. it and also it was my very first play when Broadway opened. That was the first play I got oh. to see. The first, the first for a lot of things for, for me in my transition, right? Um, Trump in Mind, Lackawanna Blues. Um, I didn't have for Colored Girls. I had How How I Learned to Drive, but that's what I had for play. So it's interesting that we both had Lackawanna Blues, Lisa. I really, I loved yeah. it when I saw it. How about and you? I will, I also have Lackawanna Blues. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, the performance and the fact that uh, Ruben would play the instrument, you know, the harmonica, mm-hmm. and he stood mm-hmm. on his feet and told those stories and impersonated the women and, you know, the mm-hmm. movement, everything about him, um, I, I just fell in love. And I did have an opportunity to see a pre-show event to kind of do the sale for Lackawanna Blues, and he actually had a full band playing, and he mm-hmm. was phenomenal up in Harlem and Milton. So mm-hmm. I definitely would say that. Um, I didn't care for American Buffalo. I'm, I'm still oh. trying to figure that one out. Take Me Out, definitely. Um, the same with Plaza Suite. Um, I adore that couple. I think they're very talented. Mm-hmm. I love the movie from years ago, and my plan is to see it sometime in June. I didn't. I felt like I had a little bit of time. And lastly, I would say Trouble in Mine, and I, I it just moved me. I wasn't familiar with the work of Alice. Was it Alice? Childress. I just saw her her play at Theater New Audience the other night. Um, Wedding band, highly recommend. That was wonderful. So I'm, I think this is going to be kind of a a tough category because there are so many fine performances that really kind of get to you and move you and get you thinking. Um, I, I felt like Lackawanna Blues reminded me of my childhood and the stories mm-hmm. and everyone likes stories mm-hmm. and no matter what your background is mm-hmm. you love hearing about your ancestors and and learning traditions and also changing so i'm i think we were really after all of the uh, lockdown i think the actors came out and they really did a fabulous job do we have um thoughts of a color man on this at all that was that's not a revival it's it's i uh, thought it was right. you know it's interesting i thought it was a revival um, it's a, it's a new but work. it is not. It's a yeah, brand it's a new, new work. Yeah, it okay. is. You know, it the, is I, it's a work that had been in progress twenty five years, years ago, ago, and it had been talked about a lot. So maybe I think we 
we thought it was a revival, right? That it, but but it's but it was a brand new piece. I was just going to say that I think this. I think the list of revivals of plays this year is really. It's a really good list. Mm-hmm. I would probably be happy with many of them that win, except for American Buffalo. <laughs> have any of you seen the skin of our teeth? I have. I haven't, and I wanted to see it. So I had black and white blues on my list until I saw the skin of our teeth, and then I went this is the one that's going to sneak in and no one's going to expect. And, Mm -hmm. and it's the one that like it, it, I went in, it was a half field house, but it is such an incredible show, such an incredible show, such an incredible work top to bottom. This, this show had me asking WTF at first. And then when the light bulb went on, I went, (laughs) this is the smartest thing I've seen. Oh my gosh. And then I went and I was listening to hear the director about how she came up with the idea for all of this. And I Mm -hmm. went, Oh my gosh, this is absolutely brilliant. So that to me, they're, they're going to slide right in there and it's Mm going to be the, Oh, we didn't even, this was a show. And it's like, Oh yes, it was a show. And, Boom, there it is. So that kind of that, like right. kind of like, oh how oratorio slid in there, right? The other day yes. at the Lucille Lucille Hotel yeah. Awards were like, yes. oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Skin of Our Teeth um years ago in DC, in Washington, DC, and I had the same reaction. I thought, whoa, what because yeah. I had no clue what it was about. And I didn't get to see it while it was here. That's why I missed you. Lisa, I missed that one. I saw twenty I saw a while some in dc i can't remember it, and it was very small off very small theater in dc and it was fabulous yeah so i get it i but and so i can imagine what transpired in new york city yeah on broadway well, let's uh let's go to the other revival category the flip side where there's not as many um yeah. I, i've got all four shows down music man company funny girl and carolina change of course right? music man yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think company absolutely as well. Um, Carolina Change, I think, is also going to get uh, as a sure foot in. There's just a lot of talk about will Funny Girl get um, a nomination for Best Revival? And I just say I don't understand why it wouldn't. I don't understand mm-hmm. what, what it doesn't meet, what, what, mm. what standard it doesn't meet, what, what they didn't do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is. You know, I don't know the rules. I mean, isn't it? It's up to five. I mean, or is it less? In, in order to, you've got to get at least ten percent of the vote. Okay. I will be a gog if Funny Girl doesn't get nominated for revival. I think that would be mm-hmm. an incredible snub beyond snub. Mm-hmm. The audiences are loving it. They're, it's sold out for months. I believe that's a, that's the problem that that's the complaint or maybe the, that's why we, we, we as a body collectively and individually, we've talked about critics that we, I, I don't know if they're just jaded because they see so much or, and they just have to say something. I don't, I don't read it until I see it and then say, yes. okay, I'm going to make, make my own opinion here, but I'm not exactly sure what they're looking for oftentimes and sometimes how they even get those jobs. So that's, a whole, that's another podcast uh, subject matter. <laughs> well, we, we need, we are, uh, the theater is at the end of the day also a business and we need to make mm-hmm. sure that our business is strong. Mm-hmm. If you've got a show like Funny Girl that is selling out and mm-hmm. it has room to be nominated as a revival, which means it would give it a performance slot at the Tony Awards, 
a national audience, which would draw people here to go see it. Why would you yeah. not? Like, let's be right. real here, American Theater Wing. That's well, the especially since, yeah. like, if you're just looking at the list, uh, if you're thinking about it in that terms, Carolina Change is closed. You know, so like, if you mm -hmm. are thinking about it in mm -hmm. that sense, and and also that's a kind of show that has big names that has people who have you know are fans of some of the people that are in it um yeah, uh, yeah i think that's a very good point yeah well let's wrap up with our last two categories highly anticipated uh let's start with the best new play i picked skeleton crew mm -hmm. the lehman trilogy oh hangman Mm -hmm. Clyde's and the Minutes. Wow. Yeah. And this, Andrew, this you really went deep. Hard. You went deep on us, Andrew. <laughs> I know. Yes. This was really, really hard because there were some interesting, um, there were some really interesting uh, new works, like interesting in their, their presentation. I mean, Dana H. and Is This a Room were completely different in the way they were presented. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of really positive buzz around Dana H. But at the end of the day, I picked the ones that moved me or made me think or challenged me or entertained me the most. I just saw POTUS last night. Mm -hmm. And I will say <laughs> I, would, I could slip POTUS in over the minutes. Okay. I genuinely could. Uh-oh. Okay, was... Eleanor. Come, come on with it, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> There's our, there's I, our difference you know of what, opinion. <laughs> no, perhaps I don't have much humor. I don't know. I just, I wasn't a fan it, it of It didn't tickle I, your funny bone. It, it didn't, tickle it tickled bone. me in the first, you know, maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then after that, I thought, you know, especially after the intermission, I didn't think they needed an intermission and I would have been more than satisfied. I think it just got a little too silly, but the audience were ecstatic. Everyone was laughing and chuckling. And I was there with my daughter who has a theater friend who recommended the show to her and saw it three times. She says, well, I can't trust her review anymore. So, but she has more of a sense of humor than I do. So I, you know, it's just preferences, right? Um, but everyone else I know has been enjoying it. Um, there was some really good um, acting and performances. I just thought it got a little too silly, but I enjoyed all of the women. They were fabulous, you know, and I just some collectively, there was something missing for me. It didn't gel as much. It was smart is the reason why I put it in over the minutes because it didn't try to be something that it wasn't. It was like, we're a farce, we're silly, but we're going to put some smart things in there. And if you clue in to get the, like the, the subtlety thing we're pushing, great. And if you don't, we'll bash you over the head at the end with it. You know, and because they kept saying the message throughout the show, which is, why aren't you president? Right. Right. Like, right, yeah, right. Why, why isn't a woman president? Oh, my gosh. Right. Why isn't a woman president? You know, you never right. hear about women having these affairs that just stop the world. Why isn't a woman president? You know, and I was like, this is a really, really smart comedy. Uh, a great farce in, in the style of farce. Just yes. To the end of the day. And that that's the only reason why, because I think the minutes tried to be somewhat i don't know it, it it was it's that play that tries to match a little bit out of all my other shows right there the minutes came closest to being a comedy mm, okay with, well balance with hangman because hangman was a dark comedy but it was a dark comedy okay 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the only wor- reason why I'm at. But I think the minutes actually address a little bit more straightforward, I guess, uh, a bigger issue, a more okay. pressing issue right now. Um, but th- this was a hard category. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. Um yeah. So a lot I of had, good stuff. I had yeah, I I was having trouble getting my list down for sure. Um you know, I, I was thinking Clyde, Skeleton Crew, the Lehman trilogy, um, and I had Passover in there and you know, the first show back. And um I did like the minutes also. I thought, you know, the but and I but I'm wondering about POTUS. I haven't been, and I'm excited to go. And I like the cat. You know, just so, a little bit like what we were saying about mm. Funny Girl. It's got an amazing cast. I think I love the fact that it's all women, mm. um, and I think we really need that right now. You know, I, I enjoyed mm. I enjoyed that about Six. I enjoyed that about I mean Suffs, which is truly all women. The whole orchestra is women. So mm-hmm. I'm eagerly awaiting POTUS. So I, I hope it does well. Yeah. Lisa, you want to go together so we can have a converse, we can have a interesting theater conversation. Lisa, <laughs> Taisha, Eleanor, and uh, Andrew and see how we compare to yes. tickle, tickle Eleanor's funny bone, get it jolted. Right. That is a show I would be love to see again. Yes. Too, it's, mm-hmm. I could pick that show apart over. It's like West Wing. Like the, it's like senior day of the West Wing. Oh, senior day. I, you know, I didn't realize exactly what a cast it was, but my daughter, who is kind of my, you know, my theater uh, round table at home, <laughs> um, went and, and really en- enjoyed it. Hey, have you seen us lately? Calling all the shots, even with the ninja roster. Time to know, it's time to believe that the time is now that we're gonna make it bleed. Top shelf is always open. That's the place where Kessel rocks the water bottle floating. Daniel and Henrik are always causing pain with the tip to tape pass that'll mesmerize your brain. Pearls flying at you with the heat as clean as Mrs. Cleaver from that show. Leave it to Beaver. The wand goes glove, hand stick side, has a double stack, gives the opposition a score heart attack. Well, the final category, and the one everyone is watching on bated breath, <laughs> Best New Musical. Ah. <laughs> For Best New Musical, I've picked A Strange Loop, mm-hmm. Six, Girl from the Next Country, okay. MJ the Musical, and Paradise Square. Ah. Okay, I picked the exact same ones in a slightly different order. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if that was like you if you were waiting it. Oh no, I, no, 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 I no. those are just the five. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I yeah, I picked the exact same five. But Lisa, are you waiting yours? Are you putting yours? Well in I kind of I mean as I was choosing it. I was sort of going like, oh, I got to put the, you know, I guess it, a little bit like, oh my, I got to put, so I, my order was A Strange Loop, Six, Paradise Square, MJ the Musical, Girl from North Country. Hey. I haven't seen, just as an aside, uh, Andrew, have you seen Mr. Saturday Night? I haven't seen, I didn't even know it was, yeah. I didn't know it was a musical. I, I didn't really know. It... We'll get to that. Okay. I was just curious if you saw it while you made it. I did. I I saw it last Friday. No worries. No worries. Um, Paradise Square, The Girl from the North Country, Strange Loop, 
Six and MJ. Six and MJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're leaving out Mr. Saturday Night, Diana. Um, Doubtfire. Doubtfire. Uh, flying Doubtfire. over sunset. And flying over sunset also. I think everyone went to sleep on that one. I kind of enjoyed it, but it was, you know, a little this whoopy, slow. Whoopy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I was going to say, I actually was going to agree, and I think A Strange Loop is most likely the strongest um, of the musical in that category. Um, I love Girl from North Country. I would even say it for a third time. I saw it off-Broadway and on-Broadway. Um, Paradise Square. So I think it would be Strange Loop, Paradise Square, Girl from North Country, and MJ the Musical, which I haven't seen. So I would most likely put six in also because I'm quite sure I would love to see it. Um, Mm -hmm. I just haven't had a chance to see it, but it is on my list. And I love anything that's, you know, um, English and and about Henry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm fascinated with what, um, this was was her first musical. She wrote Intimate Apparel, not as a musical, it was a straight play. But MJ, the musical is, um, help me with the name, I'm drawing a blank. I know, I was like, Lynnottage. Lynnottage, thank you. Lynnottage. That she took a story that one might say, oh, MJ the musical, it's touristy. Oh, it's going to be sort of like, oh, it's going to be fine, but it'll be, I know that I'm going to a tourist production. And it is not. She wrote this story giving you this sense of who he was beyond this entertainer and why the struggles existed. And the struggles were so much of a part of the gift he wanted to give the world. She, 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 I mean, she did a f- fabulous job in writing it and selecting the right choreographer and the composer and the music. And the, it's, it's pretty fascinating. I would actually, I would, I would not be surprised if it did win. Would not I'm, I'm going to hold my thoughts until after. And I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> because the other stuff is, I love a strange loop, but because of the buzz around MJ and the, the hoopla, I just wouldn't be surprised. I'd be happy for her, you know, I'd, I'd be because I think she did get snubbed at the Lord Tell Awards. <laughs> um, you know, she got a little snub there, but um, I would have to say a strange loop would be my first choice, and then actually MJ the musical because of everything, because of how how shocked I was when I saw it, what I thought it was, and what it turned out to be. Let's let's briefly talk about who we think might get nominated, but maybe we're like, mm, no, you got it wrong there. And and I'll I'll answer the question first of Did you see Mr. Saturday Night? <laughs> no. Yes, I did. <laughs> and look, this show, there's an audience for it. It's for a certain mm-hmm. generation, mm-hmm. a certain demographic. Right. Um, but this show for me, like it was a show that I found myself asking at the end of act one, why are we do, how does this show fit into this? Why are we telling this story right now? That's my opinion. And the house was sold. So, I mean, it's obviously got a, a following and that's great. It, you know, I don't have to like everything and everybody doesn't have to agree with me. But in my heart of hearts, I have a feeling that it's going to garner at least several nominations, I think, for Billy Crystal. I think the music's going to get nominated from what I'm reading, Shoshana Bean and that. And I'm just like, no, I, I don't think you... The, the awards you are taking away from people or the nominations you're taking away from people is what irks me. 
Um, I also think that if Macbeth gets uh, revival yeah. of the play, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. as decent as it is, mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's. I'll let you know on Wednesday, on Thursday. <laughs> it's yeah. That for me is is not a solid revival. I don't think Flying Over Sunset should be getting anything. Um, it was a great, beautiful show, and I'm glad I saw it. But it, when it, when you put it in the mix with the others, there were just better, there were just better executed shows. I agree. I I, I think yes. there were things I liked about it better than the critics, but it's not any kind of an award-winning show at all. I, except this, I did, I will say the sets were amazing. Amazing. Like, yes. Yeah. Flying over so maybe, We didn't go over that, so maybe if they yes. want to get a set nomination, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Michelle Dorrance for choreography, but yes. Yeah. Um, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. But there's definitely going to be some snubs. There's always snubs. Yeah, that literally let me know my next thing is who do we think is snubbed? And there's a sh- there are two shows in particular I'm thinking of that are going to get get the bums rushed, and I think it's going to be Paradise Square. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I saw Mrs. Doubtfire two weeks ago, and that was the first time I'd seen it once since previews, and then two since it had the shutdown from Omicron. And I was, I was completely floored with how good it was. Really? Okay. They, I don't, and I don't know if these changes happen between previews and opening, but Ear to the Ground tells me it actually happened during the shutdown. Because mm-hmm. Jerry Zaks, who directed that, when after they opened Doubtfire, he was still working on opening Music Man. So when it was having troubles, it's like, well, I can't be in two places at once. So I have a suspicion, or I've heard through the rumor mill that they're shut down. They were reworking things. And so it cha- So you're saying you did say it, see it earlier, and that, or you I had saw it in November in the final okay. preview, and then I just saw it two weeks ago, and I was like, oh my gosh, this okay. is so good. They cut a bunch of story from side characters. They tightened a bunch of stuff. The sound is so much better. And I was like, yeah, this is a really good show. This is a Tony contending show. And I, I want to go see it again. That's how good it was. Um, and the music has gotten so much better. They actually just performed on the Today Show. They did their Make Me a Woman number. And I can't get that out of my head. That was so much. That was, that was the first number I remember seeing in previews. And I went, mm, this is not working. Like, I can't. There's something That's about very this. very interesting because, yeah, I had heard the people not liking it, but it was definitely before the shutdown. Yeah, it's so, and, and it's sad because I don't think it's selling as well because it's still got that shadow of it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You will enjoy it. There were two moments in the entire show that I still went, I don't feel like this is exactly gelling. But outside of that, I was like, no, this is every, the recasting and just everything else they did made this show that that was well, it that could also be a surprise like i don't think i think critics are not thinking about it so much but it, that is also one of those ones that seems like it could be commercial and appeal to people that are outside of new york as far mm-hmm. as getting mm-hmm. it on tv so that could be a surprise well i think it'll get a performance slot because of rob mcclure they're going to want to see yeah. mm-hmm. rob uh, yes he's going to get Absolutely. a nomination mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. i think it, it the orchestrations from that show i think uh, particularly the actress that played Lydia. Mm-hmm. She really did. She plays like this almost su- pseudo narrator of the show mm-hmm. that she doesn't get that credit for. Um, the set was amazing. And I think I should get a nomination for that. The costumes, mm-hmm. the costumes. I mean, oh. Mrs. Doubtfire, 
wow. get a nomination okay. for, you know, and I think it's going to be bypassed by other things because it's mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire. And so I'm like, ah, oh. right. right. Then, like, it's, it's, it was a gift. It was, they were, the, the shutdown was a gift for the, for, for the writing. Yeah. It, if, I mean, I hate well, to they it. were smart to you. They were smart to use that extra time that yeah. they decided to, you know, say we're closing for a bit and reopening that, that yeah. seems like a smart way to have gone. Yeah. Any other snubs you guys think are going to work pipeline? What I haven't seen, um, birthday candles, but with, um, Deborah Deborah Messing, Messing, Deborah which, Messing. which I'll just say, I haven't seen it yet. I was not expecting too much, but I, I knew I was going to see it because I love Deborah Messing. But um, I have heard people who said they liked it. So I, I, don't, it. I, I don't know. I loved it. I, I cried. I loved it. Um, I would love so to We see didn't Deborah talk about her or the show there. I would love mm-hmm. to see Deborah Messing get nominated because the fact that she ages 90 years on stage without leaving stage or a costume change or anything. Wow. wow. That, wow. Yeah. To me, that's super- I definitely want to see it. Yeah. That's, I, I want to see it just for that transformation alone that's incredible but she's she's in a category where there's just so many i mean to be a woman in this in this in in, Mm -hmm. in this art form i mean it is so hard and competitive so i wish there could be more than five Mm -hmm. nominations because if just getting that sixth really would oh you know what i mean because well like you said too andrew just being nominated i think is big because Mm -hmm. it's so wide yeah. Just think about what we what we just said. You just thought of her, Lisa. You know, you said, hmm, what about birthday candle? Somehow it's being buried. Mm-hmm. That that play is buried in all of in all of these other wonderful plays and of you know, starring women. It's that one got I hadn't I, unless you'd mentioned it, I would have forgotten. Well, I was thinking about it, but I think part of it is also that I hadn't seen it. But mm-hmm. yes, you're yes. And well, but there's something the about that there. play that's getting buried. I don't know what yeah. it is. It's the message. I, I don't, because she's, she's fabulous. I hear she is incredible. Andrew, well, you've definitely going to see this. it. There's some, I don't know if it's advertising. I don't know if they need to increase the advertising budget. I don't know what it is. It's just getting buried. So I'm hoping that, um, that I'm hoping that there's more buzz around it and around her performance. Um, I hope that gets out there a little bit more because it's it is it is getting um, it, it's not it's not very visible. Well, no matter where you come down on this, I think we can all agree the audience is the real winner this year with so much fantastic theater being created and put on. And I also think we can agree that this year, more than ever, each category is overflowing with overqualified candidates. So it'll be exciting to see who earns one of the coveted five spots on Monday. Yes, yes. indeed. You can catch the Tony nomination announcements live on the Tony Awards official YouTube channel or at TonyAwards.com on Monday, May 9th at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. Meanwhile, a full list of our predictions will be put up on social media for you to see prior to that. So you can just see how well we did, how well we knew the theater or predicted it. I want to thank all of these amazing women for joining me on the show today and for providing their insights and enlightened conversations. Thank you so much, Eleanor Gordino, Lisa goldenberg Corn, and Taisha Scott. It is always a joy speaking with you. The pleasure is ours. And and yes. See you at the theater. I love you, ladies. I love you, gentlemen, Andrew. Until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your cell phone. 
unwrap your kids and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is DJ by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Evan Schaefer, David Blair, and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you'll find all the information about our backstage pass. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you. <laughs>